Hey, my name is Aaron and welcome to Swollen Busy Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk everything about weight loss. Today, we're gonna be talking about how to make a weight loss fitness program. Here's just a little brief reason why you should be exercising and also having a workout program. Now, I will say before we go any further, working out is great and all, but there's this common misconception I have and I hear it all the time. People think that by doing something like running or doing intensity, like intense running, or doing like HIIT training, like high intensity interval training, that they're actually gonna be able to burn more calories and thus because of that, they're gonna be able to burn more fat. But unfortunately, my friend, that's not how it works. The reality is the only way you can actually lose weight is through this little thing called a calorie deficit. Yes, I know I talk about it all the time, but the reason is because it's extremely important. Now, basically how you calculate a calorie deficit is very simple. You just go on this thing called the TDEE calculator. From there, put in your height, weight, and from there, your age, and it'll tell you based on that, it'll tell you roughly how much you should be eating, that's called your maintenance. And then from there, it'll tell you how much to increase your calories by if you wanna gain weight and how much to decrease your calories by if you wanna lose weight in a healthy way. Very simply put, all you do is you start tracking your calories and you're gonna lose weight. Now, lots of people are saying like, Aaron, Aaron, how do I lose weight without tracking calories? You can't lose weight without tracking calories. The science has literally found, the more people spend time tracking what they eat, the higher success rate they have at losing the weight. Now, really ask yourself, you are obviously listening to it. Obviously, you want to be successful at losing weight. Why would you not want to do something that can literally increase your success rate drastically and it only takes maybe 10 minutes max, maybe five minutes per day? It's an obvious answer. I'm not going to go down that today, but we are going to start about the exercising. Real quickly, I want to talk about why you shouldn't be doing cardio. Lots of people think, like I said, that if you do cardio, you're going to be losing more fat. That's actually not how it works. Now, before I go any further, I'd like to say, do what you love. And if you love running, keep on doing that. And if you're doing it because you want to actually improve your endurance, but if you're doing it simply only because you want to lose weight, you need to stop. Also, the reason for this is because actually it's very possible that cardio is the reason that you cannot lose weight. Because what happens is when you do cardio, you'll burn, well, you say like 300 calories, right? Then from there, after that, you're hungry and you're, you're having cravings. Yeah, for a short period of time, you might be able to keep your willpower, but eventually what ends up happening is, from what I've seen is, people go do cardio session, then after that they eat a ton of food, and then all the calories they just burned, they they consumed all of them again, and then they ate even more. That's why I would advise against doing cardio. Now, what I would say that's better is resistance training. The reason for this is because the more muscle you build, the more calories you burn. Very simple, muscle requires more energy than fat. Now, when it comes to actually structuring a resistance training program, what I would do is I would highly recommend, if you've never done any training before, go on a very simple three-day program. Now, I want to before I go into the program, I'm going to talk about how often you should be working out. In order to provide uh, physical adaptation, it's called, this just means that you're literally changing your body, you're changing your body structure. It's been proven by science that working out one day a week will not provide any change at all to your body. What this means is, if you are considering exercising one day a week, just know that you're gonna be doing it, but it's, you're not actually gonna be getting any benefits from it. All you're gonna be doing is essentially wasting time. The reason why I recommend for some people is it allows you to get in a routine of getting used to exercise. Because for example, if so, for some people, they have never done any form of exercise in their life. If I were to tell you for the, for the first time in your entire life, I want you to start going to the gym three days a week and exercise consistently, it's gonna be next to impossible for them. If you're one of those people, I would highly recommend just start off really easily, like literally just start off by doing push-ups in your room, and then from there, do that for like five minutes, one day a week, and then slowly work up till eventually you can get to a 30 minute workout. Because honestly, you don't need anything more than 30 minutes. But for those of you people that don't fit into that boat, so you know, you actually wanna see results, it's crazy, just by adding an extra day, you'll actually be getting gains. So the bare minimum to build muscle 
And if you don't believe me, there's an entire book written on it by Renaissance Periodization. It's literally, you only work two days a week. You do resistance training for two days a week and you'll be able to provide physical adaptation. This means your body's gonna start to change. You're gonna start to build more muscle. When it comes to this, how I would structure a program is ideally I would say three days is good. Four days is better and you don't need any more than five. The benefits you get from training six days a week are very subtle, but then you get from training five days a week. Unless you're trying to be a professional bodybuilder, you should not be training six days a week. If you're working out seven days a week, you're actually doing more harm than good because your body needs time to recover. And if you're training seven days a week, your body has no time to recover. In the future, for once you get into shape, never work out more than six days a week. It's a complete waste of time. Personally, I only work out four days a week, but when it comes to my clients, I tell all of them they should be training no more than three days per week. Because the reality is all of you guys are busy professionals and you got kids and you got responsibilities. No one wants to live in the gym all day. But when it comes to structuring a program, this is exactly what I would do. I would advise against, I would highly advise doing a push-pull program and push-pull legs. The reason for this is because every single, every other day you're going to the gym about. What this allows you to do is, for example, you can take, you rest on the weekends, you work out on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Then from there you take the weekends off and you take two days off and you go back to the gym on Monday. Now here's an example push-pull program that you can use. Day one is just going to be a push, you're gonna do barbell bench press, dumbbell shoulder press, dips, tricep pushdowns, and then lateral raises. And then on day two is a pull, you do lat pull downs, barbell rows, dumbbell bicep curls, face pulls, and hammer curls. And then on day three, you do gobble squat, goblet squats, push-ups, planks, and Russian twists. That is not a perfect program, but it's just a program I just came up very quickly. And that just gives you an idea. If you were to train like this for three days a week, you would start to build muscle and you start to get more definition. Combined with your diet and exercise, you would start to gain weight substantially quicker. The reason for this is because you would already be inside of a calorie deficit. And on top of that, you're going to be burning calories faster because you're moving more. Quite simple. Now, when it comes to actual weight loss and designing a program, there's nothing more important than progressive overload. Essentially, every single program that's decent does the same exact thing, and that's progressive overload. Simply, all progressive overload means is that the weight progressively becomes heavier and heavier. Because essentially what happens is the only real indicator of strength is to become stronger. This is why tracking your progress is so important because that way when you feel like you're having plateaus, you have data that you can look back at and you can actually improve things. So for example, this means we'll just say in week one of your training program, you were bench pressing just the barbell. Then we'll say week two, you're doing 65 pounds. Then week three, we're just gonna say you're doing 75. As you can see, you're incrementally becoming stronger and stronger. This is exactly what progressive overload. It means you're progressively becoming stronger. And since you're progressively becoming stronger, what this means is the stronger muscle becomes, the more defined it becomes. And not to mention, you're not only gonna be looking better, but you're also gonna feel a lot better. Because one of the best ways to reduce just everyday pain is very simple. And that is to make the muscle stronger. When, one of the things that a tons of physical therapists do to help with their clients is they simply just do give them strength exercises. For example, for me, I forgot my meniscus surgery. I could not walk. What do we start to do to make so I can walk again? We started to do very light exercises and eventually my legs became stronger. This is just, a, it's a very small form of progressive overload. Yeah, I'm not doing any crazy leg extensions. I'm not leg extension, you know, like 200 pounds. But the whole point is my muscle was progressively becoming stronger and stronger. And that is exactly what progressive overload is. And if a program does not have any form of that, never buy it because it will never deliver you results. Now, when it comes to any beginner program, what I highly recommend is you're gonna do compound movements. A compound movement is an exercise that targets multiple muscle groups. The reason for this is because since you really have not done a lot of training in the past, what this means is 
when you do one exercise, you're gonna be targeting muscle muscle groups at once. This is also gonna help you make your workouts shorter. And when it comes to rep ranges, I would say as a beginner, you need to, I would highly recommend training within the five to 10 rep range. The reason why I recommend such low rep ranges is because beginners struggle identifying when a muscle is about to fail. To explain this to you, when a muscle fails, it means you cannot do any more reps with good technique. Most beginners really aren't in touch with their body. They cannot tell when they're tired versus when their muscle can literally not do anymore, which is why I highly recommend just lifting heavier weights and doing them for less because it's a lot harder to not push the failure. It was something so interesting. I can't remember the exact study, but essentially scientists were studying a group of two people. They had one group of people do a set to quote unquote failure, and then they had another group do a set of failure with, also if you're not watching the stream, I have air quotations. But basically what's happening is they had another group of people going to failure, except for they had a coach. Something astounding happened. The group with the coach was able to do, I believe something like an extra 12 reps compared to the group that only had themselves to dictate how many reps they needed to do. That is just the power of the mind and how the mind will think that it's done, but in reality it's not. And when it has an outside force telling it to do more, it, it provides and it, and it wins. And that's exactly why I would recommend to use heavier weights because you're not gonna be running into that problem as frequently. And additionally, I don't want you to just go lift weights simply because some guy on the internet told you to go lift weights. I want you to do what you generally want because the reality is you will never be healthy unless you can find some form of exercise that you enjoy doing and you can do it forever. That's the real key to health. It's find something that you love doing and something that you can do forever. For example, for me, I love lifting weights. If you love running, do running. I'm just saying, if you wanna optimize weight loss, running is not the best way to do it. And now that we talked about the actual working out itself, and I gave you a general idea of how to structure a workout program, what I really want you to focus on is warming up and cooling down. Because the reality is you will never build muscle if you're injured. And that's why not getting injured is the most important thing to training. So when it comes to this, you're always gonna to wanna to warm up before exercise and you're always gonna to wanna to cool down after exercise. So for example, what this means is after you were to like sprint a marathon, we'll just say, you don't immediately sit down and stop all movement. That's a recipe for disaster. But what you do is you, you start, you go from a, a sprint to a jog and then you start walking and you just walk until you catch your breath again and your heart rate has gotten back down to normal. And then you'll sit down. Same exact thing for if you were to do a resistance training session. So what I want you to do is before your workouts, you should feel the blood flow moving. One of the great things I learned from my bodybuilder friend, and it absolutely changed my training entirely, is he said, Aaron, okay, so you do your normal foam rolling. So, you know, I did my foam rolling for about 10 minutes. I did my dynamic stretching just to get the blood flowing. And sometimes I noticed I still felt cold. What I started doing is just before my workouts, I would sit in the sauna for about five minutes. I would say in, on average, my warm up is anywhere, it depends on the day, my warm up is no more than, I would say no more than 15 minutes, but on average, I would say my average warm up is about 10. So you warm up for 10 minutes, but you save 10 years of injury. So it's 100% worth it, especially if you're a beginner, because your body is not going to be ready for the shock that you're about to provide to it. So it's very important that you warm up gradually, and then you get into your session. But after your session is over, highly recommend doing something to help you recover, especially since you never trained before. You're gonna be having a terrible case of DOMS. DOMS stand for, stands for delayed onset muscle soreness. So what this means is usually about 48 to 72 hours after training, you're gonna to start to have this terrible soreness and you're gonna feel like you cannot move. By having a cool down, you're actually gonna be reducing the intensity or even all the likely, the complete likelihood of DOMS. Some things you can do to help you cool off is you can just do some some dynamic stretching after exercise, or from there you can get in your foam rolling. You're gonna to wanna to do this habit is I want you to track your calories. Then I want you to start eating healthier. 
you know, those donuts that you used to love, yeah, stop eating them all together. It's not realistic. Then on top of that, I'm telling you to work out, foam roll, make sure you get a good night's sleep, make sure you drink water, and oh yeah, um, make sure you don't skip anything. It's not realistic. That's what I highly advise. Just focus on a couple things at first. So the root of the problem is nutrition. I would not even consider worrying about the exercising part until you've absolutely capped out the nutrition. But if you do generally enjoy exercising and then you just wanna start fixing your nutrition, perfect. Do together and your results will be even better. Now, when it comes to effort your workouts, what you're gonna to wanna to do is you're gonna to wanna to get protein in your system as soon as possible. There's two reasons for this. The reason is because your body needs protein to perform protein synthesis. And this is basically just a system that allows your muscles to recover and become stronger. You wanna get protein in your system as soon as possible. Additionally, what protein does is it's gonna help you feel more satiated. Because essentially what happens is when you're working out, you're burning calories and you're becoming hungrier. But the benefit to having a more high protein diet is it makes you less hungry. There's two, two benefits. You'll be building muscle and also you'll be less hungry. And since you're gonna be less hungry, you're not gonna eat as much. And since you're not gonna be eating as much, you're going to be losing more weight. And lastly, I just wanna say that it's a very important thing. You cannot outtrain a bad diet. I know that you clicked on this, this podcast because you want to learn more about you know, how to make a perfect weight loss program. And that's all great and dandy. But the reality is, like I said, the root of the problem is your nutrition. Focus on that before you start focusing on building muscle. However, if you can manage to balance everything, combine them all together and stay consistent, then you are in the golden zone. If you need any help and you'd like to lose 15 to 20 pounds in the next 12 weeks, the link will be in the description. Feel free to work with us. If not, that's okay. Just please share this podcast with somebody that you know. It really would mean the world to us. Right now, we are trying to grow. And in order for us to keep on the humans content free, we do need some incentive. And the incentive is we want to help as many people as possible. And I know this episode has been kind of harsh, but I just want to say, you know, really congratulations because the fact that you stood, the fact that you stayed here to the very end of the podcast shows that you really do care and you are trying to make a difference. And I promise you, you will succeed if you keep on learning things like this. Make sure you follow the podcast because we are going to be providing you with a ton of content so you do succeed. And once you do succeed, we'll be right there at the finish line with you. And also, I would like to just say, you know, some things, because I know that since you're still here, you are going to succeed. But the reality is health is not a one and done kind of thing. It's you get success and then you have to keep on working towards success. Because reality is just as fast as you lost the weight, you know you can gain it all back, which is why it's so important that eventually, once you get the, the hang of things, that you start to improve things or just keep them the same. Because there's nothing worse than going backwards. And if you have any questions at all, please message us on Instagram at Swollen Busy and one of us will get back to you. If you have any content ideas, tell us and we'll make videos about the question that you have. And yeah, just thank you so much for listening to the podcast. It really does mean the world to me. The goal is right now, I'm only posting once per day. And by the end of the year, we're gonna have 365 videos. That is insanity to think. So yeah, thank you guys so much for all the support. Really do appreciate it. And I'll see you on the next one.